0: We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat.
1: Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that.
0: All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 36 of the Drop Anchor podcast.
1: High winds.
0: Hey everybody, this is Josh.
1: And this is Kendra.
0: So I feel like this episode has kind of a previously on the Drop Anchor podcast feel to it because...
1: But every time is a previous But none
0: of it's quite connected the way that these two are. Like we literally are picking up like right after where the last one left off.
1: I suppose. Because so, we were talking about being out and now we're going to talk about... What trying to
0: bring it back in, yeah. Coming back in. So last week, we had a fun time at our island. hmm And, I mean, it wasn't eventful in the sense that anything terrible happened. It was a wonderful little uh, extension to our weekend. But uh, our attempt to get back into our boathouse was uh, a little interesting. <laughs>
1: well, last Monday, we enjoyed a, a really calm day day and then we decided to come back Tuesday and right away when we woke up we could tell it was windier
0: yeah water was just a little choppy a nothing little choppy I mean, nothing scary just no
1: just not glass right right <laughs> Monday was like glassy right so we decided to hang out at the island until kind of as late as we could on Tuesday we didn't wake up and go let's go home
0: right right
1: we had the girls help clean the boat and it's kind yeah, of nice figured, cleaning the boat in the sun.
0: And I figured since I had taken the days off, uh, extending a little while. I mean, if we had left early, we would just be home at our boathouse early. And that didn't seem fun. I mean, I, I liked the idea of staying out as long as we could.
1: Yeah. So we decided to head back uh, later afternoon. But first, before we came back, we decided to get fuel. Yeah. So, we are very fortunate that there's a fuel dock not too far from us. Uh, we kind of have to go out and around because there's some... Yeah, it's not that? a straight shot to get there. It's not it's a straight a, shot, but it's close.
0: Yeah, and it's right next to the Swantown Marina, which is... We had our tall there for a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's very close and really convenient. And it's new. I think it's only been around for two years.
1: Right. Yeah. So, we're fortunate because I think before it was a further... Boston Harbor, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, what's nice is there's usually somebody waiting there. Like, there's somebody there that I just have to throw a line to. And it's just figuring out which line to throw to them. And normally I figure just a midline is pretty good. And they can, you know, just kind of pull us in. But there was enough wind. And it wasn't windy, but there was just enough wind. Just
0: this constant breeze, yeah, that kept pushing <laughs> the boat away really from the dock. It <laughs>
1: really hard to dock. Yeah. He kept saying, do you want to try again? We could get the nose in, but we just couldn't get the rear. Right. And I threw him a mid, but that wasn't working. He's like, I really need that rear line, but just kept drifting. Right, and then right. just enough wind died down that we caught a break and were able to pull alongside the dock. It
0: is a reminder to me that our bow thrusters, I guess our bow thruster and stern thruster are more cute than actually functional. <laughs> I know. They... They're they're
1: tiny um I mean I'm like use the <laughs> use the bow thruster and it's not really doing anything and it wasn't so windy.
0: Yeah. I mean cuz we've seen
1: some of the big fancy boats next to us where I mean they're doing really nothing, and the boat can go completely sideways. Right, right. So,
0: yeah, that's not us. Nope.
1: <laughs> they help a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. So, we got fuel. Yep. And seven
0: hundred dollars later, <laughs> holy smokes!
1: Well, we're set for a while. Yeah. So we got fuel, mm-hmm. and we had never pumped our own poop.
0: Yeah, so this So was, we
1: decided...
0: Well, well, we didn't have a choice. Right, so the uh, the pump-out boat comes on Tuesdays, and we knew that we weren't going to be back in time, and so we figured, well, we might as well do that ourselves. I wasn't planning on using the one at the fuel dock, because I actually forgot the fuel dock had one. I was going to use the one that's closer so to the Olympia Club.
1: funny, because I was thinking that the whole time, like, hmm. we can put fuel in and take poop out.
0: Well, that's exactly what we did. That is what we did. So...
1: I did not... The guy was laughing at me because I helped you with the fuel. And then when it came to the poop part, I went went inside,
0: shut the door, and
1: and then peeked out the window. I was (laughs) peeking out. And he's like, are you hiding? (laughs) Yes. We've never done this. My husband is holding a hose that's pumping poop. And what if something went wrong and the poop got me?
0: (laughs) So I suppose to be fair, normally when the pump out boat uh, swings by the smell is pretty bad. Like, I don't... It's
1: so bad. It's so bad when they pull up before they've even started pumping our boat.
0: Yeah, they're just a... a, It's just just a a,
1: a boat that stinks.
0: It's not pleasant, yeah. And so I had assumed that it was going to get a little gross.
1: And even when they do pump out our boat, however they're pumping it out for, I don't know, for about a half an hour, our boat kind of smells like poop. (laughs) I don't know what they're doing.
0: Well, apparently it is something specific that... They're doing it. It's not right. something wrong with our boat because, right. at the fuel station, uh, the gentleman there asked if we wanted to pump out, and I actually didn't know if it was something that they charged for. I had no idea, and so they I've don't. Seen, just as a,
1: I've seen several boats, so I knew that they didn't.
0: Okay, so um, I won't go into too much detail, <laughs> but uh, there's a hose uh, and there's the uh, the drain. It's not really a drain. It's like a, it's, it's a suction system, so it's pulling it out from the top, but. What's interesting is, A, there's no, well, A, there's no noise associated with it. Like when the pump out comes, pump out boat comes, it is a loud operation, uh, loud and smelly. And I mean, the whole thing is quite a, quite a feast for all the senses.
1: (laughs) And I feel like what we did was super easy and no stink.
0: There was no stink. It wasn't noisy. It's all kind of, I mean, I actually wondered half the time if it was actually doing anything.
1: I have to stop you for a second. Okay. If our listeners, Clark's on board started listening and their sons are not, you might want to go get them because we're talking about poop a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> At least right now.
0: All right. Um. So uh, the system pumps out pretty quickly. And there is, so to be fair, there is a like a clear part of the hose where you can see. Make sure that you're
1: getting it. That was the gross part. Uh, yeah,
0: that was a little gross. Um. So I guess there was one. Uh, thing I actually that was went going to the on. girls and
1: like the tube is clear.
0: <laughs> you mean what, before we like, started?
1: No, while you were doing it, because they were down below. No, nobody. They were all mm. like down right, right in their room. Uh. So I went to tell them. They they were, were kind of like shrugged their shoulders like we don't care. <laughs> like, this is just part of the boat. Yep. Though.
0: So after pumping it out the first time, uh, the gentleman at the at the fuel station said, "Well." Since you're here, do you want to go ahead and flush, do a whole uh, system flush? And I said, yeah, probably. I had no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> um, but he said, here, uh, take this hose and dump water back into it. It's high pressure and you'll want to be careful. Turn the water on slowly. Otherwise, it will spit a ton of water back out at you Gross. and it will not be pleasant. So uh, I followed instructions very carefully there. And uh, so we did that a few times. We filled the tank with water, pumped it all back out again, filled it with water And he said that, you know, at least once a year, you should do that because sludge will build up at
1: the bottom of the tank. That's gross.
0: And, uh, yeah. I
1: suppose because it's a sucking out system, it's not gravity where there's a hole at the bottom and things fall downward. Right. You're trying to suck things up. So there's going to be some things that maybe- That will
0: never come up.
1: Don't ever come up
0: yeah he was described the fuel attendant was describing a boat that came in that actually had to do that cycle multiple multiple times because they had let it dry out or something and so the amount of water they had to put into it to break everything up. i mean it's that's it is fascinating
1: (laughs) so probably i have to ask you and mm-hmm. maybe you'll remember, maybe you won't. Okay. Have we talked about the fact that we lived in an RV? Or like...
0: Not in any detail.
1: See, there's going to be a problem me remembering and people being like, you told this story already. I don't
0: think we talked about poop with the RV. Are we telling that story? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a reference. Oh, boy, guys.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I was not expecting to tell so this story.
1: We, was that the rented RV or the that one? Was we, the that, one. Was that was the was rented RV. That was the rented one, lived right? In it. Yeah, yeah. So we rented an RV. I was pregnant. Yeah. That was the trip I was pregnant. We re- I decided I wanted us to travel in an RV and we didn't want to buy one. So we rented one. Right. And so along the trip, we would find different you know spots to dump out and that has never been one of my jobs um i changed a lot of poopy diapers i don't change the poop tanks
0: so poop tanks on a camper are gravity fit or gravity right? so that's where
1: i was like i mean if you've had a camper you know the hose goes down and the whole point of it is just kind of gravity yeah like you get it the hose in the m- hole and let gravity do its thing, right?
0: Yeah, there's a couple of steps involved. Uh, man, this is gross. So, a, <laughs> I if you said ever, it, it, if <laughs> right. to listen. So, if you ever decide to do the whole camper RV thing, just bring lots of disposable gloves because there is not a world in which you can do this without getting messy. It, it is always a little gross. It, it, the system doesn't clean itself the way, uh, the way you'd want.
1: I also hid inside every time. (laughs) So I wouldn't know.
0: So here's the short of it. In a camper, uh, you have two tanks. You have Mm -hmm. the black water tank, which holds everything that's going down the toilet. And then you have the gray water tank, which is everything that goes down your sink or shower.
1: Right, which we have just going out.
0: The tanks are situated in a way that you have to drain the black water tank first because down that tube and out through a hose that you've attached to your camper, uh, I guess, black water (laughs) tank exit, there's a lever you pull and everything just gets dumped out. And ideally you're doing it in a place where (laughs) it's supposed to go. You're doing it at an actual dump station. And meanwhile, everything that's in that black water tank is tumbling down that tube, but it doesn't like, it doesn't all come out of the tube. And so after you've done the black water tank, you have to then close that valve, open the gray water tank, and what you're actually doing, in addition to dumping out the water from your sink usage and your shower usage, is you're cleaning out your hose. It's With dirty water. With Well, yeah, with dishwater, basically. <laughs> but right, it's
1: still dirty water.
0: Right, but that's one of the reasons why you don't just let that water go out. Like, on our boat, that water just goes over the side of the boat. Like, shower water just goes over the side. Right. On a camper, it doesn't, because if it did you would never be able to clean out your poop hose that's connected to your black water tank.
1: Mm. Well, we we had a full tank and we're looking everywhere to make a pit stop and Mm -hmm. dump that out. And we saw a sign and it was like, that says like dump, so let's go. And we followed it. And it was this weird place. It was a really nice neighborhood really high end like i don't know why there was a dump station there and it was in it wasn't connected to a gas station it wasn't connected to like a rest area it was just kind of on the side of the street there's a dump and right there is this nice neighborhood and a like a running track and a golf course and it was yeah it was
0: almost like a club it was
1: really nice
0: so what happened josh
1: <laughs> Since I didn't do it.
0: Okay, so uh, again, if you're gonna visualize,
1: <laughs> oh no, so don't
0: say that. You so the process is, you know, you park the camper and you get out, and then there's a place where this gross hose, and I don't care how much you cleaned it out with your gray water, it's never gonna get fully clean. Like this is just a gross thing. So you know, get your gloves on and pull this long flexible hose out of there. And you attach it to this little spot uh, where you're planning on opening a valve and having all your black water drain out. So I did that. And I've got that hooked up. And then the other end of the hose, I go and stick it in a hole in the ground where it's all supposed to go out. (laughs) So I pulled the lever. And everything started flowing exactly the way it's supposed to flow. This, thick,
1: I can hear the sound. Four-inch hose that starts so to times. shake a
0: little bit as the contents of the black water tank starts uh, tumbling through it. And at some point, I don't know what happened. I don't know how it happened. Uh, <laughs> clearly, the answer is I didn't affix it properly. the The business end of this hose. <laughs> which is connected to the camper, not the end that's down in the ground, uh, pops off before it's done. And so the (laughs) contents, and it wasn't a ton, but there was...
1: Because you were almost done emptying I was, Yeah, it was
0: almost me. Somehow it shook loose. And um, my family's (laughs) waste came tumbling out of the tank onto the ground and meanwhile while this is happening some joggers running by
1: (laughs) (laughs) and again this was it we promise it did say that campers could put waste down this hole that there's a sign for it but normally where we go there's also hoses and it's a different like i don't know the hole was really really weird it was like next to the street it the whole thing was weird, but there was no hose, right?
0: Um, somehow it it certainly wasn't set up in a way to make it easy to right. it was... pick up the things that had dropped and <laughs> right, put normally them there's into like the a, hole.
1: Like a bigger hole or grates that you can hose things that maybe have <laughs> spilled over, and there was not that.
0: Right. It was almost like I had to, like everything. Okay, so normally this pit, um, it's a it's like a four inch or six inch hole in the ground. And everything, like the ground is normally concrete and it's sloped down into that.
1: Right. You can hose it down. In this it case,
0: down. it was uphill.
1: Right. And the street went th- downhill. So... That
0: had to be the problem. When I was dumping the tank, because the hose was going uphill, gr- I mean, gravity was fighting against me to some oh. point. So, some of it was drifting back. So, I think that maybe when I went to... I don't,
1: I don't know, know. It was... So, here's it my... Was a
0: complete fail.
1: Well, here's my... uh.
0: What was your view from the inside? My, my
1: view is you come in and you seem to do everything quite quickly. <laughs> and you came in and you're like, we got to go. We got to leave right now. I'm like, what happened? You're like, hose popped off. A, a jogger went by and there was literally a turd rolling down the street. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, we got to go right now. So yep. we didn't stay. And we laughed for a long time. Pretty
0: much the whole drive.
1: Kind of sad I didn't see it from your point of view. I only got to hear about it.
0: Yeah, it was uh it was quite an adventure. I think that it, it I mean, would... normally
1: we would clean up after ourselves. We there need... was just no
0: nothing There's... there to do. I mean, I couldn't have. Just... Like the turd was literally like rolling down the street. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm <laughs> gonna chase my own poop.
1: <laughs>
0: and the thing that made it funnier is like if we were at a campsite i like or how you said ar- yours arrest-
1: <laughs> couldn't blame like a kid
0: no it was way too big for that um <gasps> no you gotta get that out <laughs> nope <laughs> not cutting anything out um had it been at a campsite or a regular rest area like i don't know those are just regular people and everyone would just kind of point and laugh right this area was so posh. It
1: was, it was I felt posh.
0: like we didn't belong there. Like we had to get out or someone was going to call the police on us. I had no idea why it was set up that way. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that it was pretty bad. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that story. We, we've so... had other, you know, that's crazy. We've had other camper toilet issues
1: I feel to... like, I feel like... Oh, man. Well, I'm going to say, I think that sucking it out uh-huh. might be easier, easier
0: than gravity,
1: cleaner. in because you just lose things with gravity. I don't know. Well,
0: uh, okay, so there's the one other way to look at that is, and this is going to get a little gross. I mean, not that we haven't been gross the whole time, but with a camper, like worst case scenario, if there's no dump sites... Like people, we don't do this, we've never done this, but the reality is if it was full and there was no place to dump it, it just y- you could pull over and just dump it. Like just
1: pull the hose. Yeah, or so, pull the plug.
0: And I don't mean that like that, that that that's okay, but we've we've all seen Christmas vacation and so just dumping it into a sewer. Like obviously, don't do that. That's gross. But worst case, that the system functions where it, you could do that. On a boat, if there are no vacuum systems to suck it up. Then there is a way to get it out, but it's oh, right. often illegal, depending on where you're at.
1: Depending where you are, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So if you're out in open ocean, uh, most boat tanks have a like an ejection valve at the bottom, right. so you could pull a lever, press a button on a pump or something, and it would actually jettison it out uh, outside the boat. In Puget Sound waters, it's illegal. Right. Don't do it. It's gross. People swim in these waters.
1: Well, and we're kind of in a like we're not out in the open ocean, right? The right. sound is smaller, and if everybody was dumping their poop out, that probably wouldn't be a good idea.
0: Which is a little ironic because every now and then in the news we hear about <laughs> yeah. some waste pipe that just burst and just dumped water into our water, or like dumped waste into our two waters two weeks ago. Yeah, we had a big storm and a tree, tree fell yeah. out and smashed a, a, uh, a pipe or something, and then yeah, dumped. And they
1: say human eh, waste. probably wait like two months before you. Do they say, wait, two months? I don't know. It was something crazy. Was like two weeks. No, it wasn't two weeks. Really? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, the point is, all the industrial poop, <laughs> all the industrial systems that handle poop uh, dump a lot more than yeah, all of us voters could do. But still, we don't do it. It's, occasionally things go
1: that. wrong and they dump into the sound.
0: Right. Um. Okay. So Does that- Does that complete our poop se- yes. segment? We're done. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs>
1: So, we got fuel. hmm Diesel. Yep. We got rid of the poop. hmm And it seemed like the wind died down a little bit, but I looked at you and said, hmm, looks like the tide is lower than we anticipated.
0: And right away, I said, no, it's not. It's fine. And I was wrong. Oh,
1: <laughs> That's so nice of you to do, like, publicly. You
0: know, I'm very quick to admit when I'm wrong. I- I- I take a lot of pride in having... Why
1: did you say that I was wrong? I know what I was looking at when I said it. What were you thinking?
0: Um, I looked at my app that tells where the tide is, but I hadn't looked at it for hours. And so in my, <laughs> in my head, the last thing I saw was about where it should be, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't look at it again. If I looked at it again, I would have known that the tide was way too well. low.
1: You could start looking at what I look at. I look at the pylons uh, holding the dock in place. When the tide is low, there's what, like 25 feet?
0: Yeah. These pylons are about 20 feet tall. Yeah. Above the waterline, about 25 feet tall.
1: And at very high tide, some of them, like, all you see is like two feet. We have a, I mean, that number's wrong, I know, because, but whatever the swing is, it's pretty dramatic. Right. So, I look over and I noticed the pylons looked really high. Yeah, yeah. So, I thought, hmm, at low tide, we can't get into the boathouse. And depending on the time of day, or we don't actually know the schedule, <laughs> low tide, Capitol Lake opens the dam. So, we have a man-made lake that Olympia made, I don't even know.
0: Long time ago. 80
1: years ago or something crazy.
0: And they made it because... The land in front of the Capitol building would get gross when the tide went out. When, oh, like
1: to make it pretty? Yes. To yeah. Make and it prettier?
0: So, yeah. And so we have a beautiful, beautiful lake in front of the Capitol building now. Right. But once upon a time, it would just get muddy and marshy and then fill back up again. And then I don't even know if it filled up. I don't know if the tide impacted that at all. But the point is.
1: It would have some, but not as much as yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The point is they made it beautiful well, we, by we damming a, it up.
1: Because we have a really big river. hmm that goes through there. So it does have to be emptied. And it's been emptied a lot lately because of all the rain. Well, when they empty it, we happen to be in the... kind of In
0: the wash. Yeah, like it's it behind forms, our boat. It forms almost a river behind our boat. Yeah. Where it's... So we'll just tell the story about what happened here. So we're bringing the boat around and... I hadn't noticed that the water was low. Like I didn't really pay attention to it because in my head, I just thought, no, we were right. And, you Who's know, the a...
1: captain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. So I do have instruments. I do. I did look at my instruments. But uh, as we got close, the first thing that that I noticed as we were coming around where our boathouse is, is a that that water was kind of coming against us. So we got water moving from south to north so it's pushing our boat north and because yes. we're next to the boat houses it's not even a uniform level of pressure against the boat so the boat like the back end of the boat is being pushed more than the front of the boat so no matter what I'm trying to do we're turning well, the whole while we're boat being right the
1: whole boat just if if to get into our boathouse we have to go perpendicular right so it literally just pushes us. I mean, we and then can't. we
0: had a wind coming from the north mm-hmm. pushing us in the opposite direction. So we had two different uh, challenges there. And then it wasn't until I kept tr- – I mean, we tried this multiple times to get the so boat tried three times. into the boathouse. <laughs> and every single time, like, the nose would almost get in. But the back end was being thrown so far out, we were, like, almost smashing the boathouse next to us. And it wasn't until I said, okay, I'm going to back far enough back so I can try to create as straight of a line as I could – And I happened to look at my depth sounder, and I think at one point it was like six or seven feet. And I thought, oh, this is...
1: Oh, this this is is the low (laughs) tide that my wife mentioned.
0: So our boat hangs down into the water um, about four feet, I think. Wow. No, and the depth sounder has some, like this one, has a safety feature on it. So it says it's, it's more shallow than it actually is. But it's, it's enough to go, okay, it, it's kind of like when some people set their clocks five minutes ahead so they mm. get to places sooner. Uh, but that, well, we it, don't know that for sure. I, yeah, I don't know exactly what it set at.
1: Well, after the third attempt, we decided it wasn't worth it. The sun's going down. The tide is still going out for a while. It's just going to get worse, not better.
0: I think that I decided I wanted to do that. You were wondering what it was I was doing.
1: Well, yeah, because we didn't talk about it, right, I guess. You just right. started to leave and I was like, you're going to try again by like... going
0: (laughs) going the other direction (laughs) which way no so i yeah i was like nope we're just gonna go to the guest dock i i hey this is not gonna work
1: so we're very fortunate that our yacht club well we've talked about it all the yacht clubs have a guest dock so this time of year there's not really anybody that is using the guest dock people guests coming and especially midweek so we decided to go park over there and sleep outside again
0: yeah, so the it, it's just basically I just took my boat just around our own little marina here, uh, and went to the other side. And it's it was kind of nice is where we where we docked it. We were much closer to the exit of yeah. uh, the marina, so <laughs>
1: the girls were so excited the next day for school. Like, we're gonna have to walk so far to get to the car. <laughs> it wasn't as long of a walk.
0: Um, but, but yeah,
1: the, the, the next day we got so busy with work and school. Yeah, the timing and... of the schedule didn't
0: work so that we would be back when the tide was up again. Right, because then waiting so for the tide. We're like, well, we're not going to fight that again.
1: Well, and then one of the times the kids went to, like, right after you dropped them off, it was like, okay, the tide is in enough. Oh, but wait, Capitol Lake is rushing.
0: Yeah, they, they'd open it back up again. Uh, so, so wasn't going to fight it again. Right, right. So Thursday after... After work. Yeah, it was after work. And the tide wasn't at high tide, so I thought, nope, not going to work. And I was just resolved to just hang out there another night.
1: (laughs) It was so nice. (laughs) It was
0: really nice. The weather was perfect. The weather
1: was great. Sunny. So So,
0: uh, I happened to take a quick walk uh, with the dog because we got to take Porter for a walk. And noticed that uh, there was nothing coming out of Capitol Lake. So I figured, well, we might as well give it a shot. So ran in and uh, told the kids... Hang on tight. <laughs>
1: we did it pretty fast. We're yep. like, we're just going to go now.
0: Yep. Unhooked the lines, <laughs> turned all the instruments on.
1: It was a beautiful short drive.
0: And the water was perfect. It was glass. In fact, uh, you decided that you were going to go ahead and cut a video and had Charlie with your phone.
1: Well, here's the thing. I told Charlie, I'm like, hey, sit out here and video it. Because I thought either we will get a video of what it's like to not get back in the boat <laughs> To house, try and <laughs> fail. <laughs> or we'll get a video of us. This is how we get in when things are perfect.
0: Yeah. And it was perfect. And uh, there's a cute video on YouTube. If you look up Drop Anchor Podcast on YouTube.
1: Let you me uh, say cute.
0: The, there's a. I guess you can do the link from the Drop Anchor Podcast website too. But uh, yeah, really cute video of you pointing and uh, <laughs> at one point saying, what, what is he doing when I was trying to get in there? You can hear... Our bow thrusters splash in the water a little Mm -hmm. bit, and it does help, uh, but it really only helps if the water is perfectly still.
1: (laughs) Right. It doesn't help in the wind or storm. No, not at all.
0: And I suppose no one uses them in a storm, right? Because they're not- I don't know.
1: Maybe those big old boats do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I did notice after we got into the boathouse- about 30 minutes later, they opened Capitol Lake. So we... Yeah, it was good timing. We picked the perfect timing. Yeah. So we got back in the boathouse.
0: And then...
1: <laughs> well, no, it wasn't right away. No, we had a couple more days of Those decent weather. Friday... No, I guess not.
0: Hmm.
1: Was that Friday night then?
0: Uh, the storm? Yeah. No.
1: Saturday S- night? I don't know. Least...
0: Saturday night to Sunday morning. Yeah, because we... Because the next day I went to church to, to play oh, right. music and I was very right. tired.
1: <laughs> so I woke up at 5 a.m. I take a thyroid med every day. <laughs> so I woke up to take my med and I realized the boat was rocking a lot.
0: Was Porter already barking?
1: He wasn't quite. Okay. It must have like just picked up. Or I think he might have been whimpering, but nothing we could hear. Right. And... I just remember thinking, wow, we're really rocking. Yeah. And probably like five minutes later, Porter started barking like crazy. And then I realized the cat was crying. So I woke you up and I was like, I think there's some high winds.
0: <laughs> yeah. So when the animals start making a bunch of noise, our, our concern is, yeah, that the uh, somehow like the cat's going to end up jumping overboard. We don't let the cat sleep inside at night. I mean, we have. Yeah,
1: I was like, it depends.
0: Yeah. Uh, Some nights she does. We're uh, between between the, uh, the the smell of a litter box. We, we really, well, that's really the main thing. I just hate the smell of the litter box. So
1: Well, no, I think that when we know she's been inside all day, we, we haven't been home. It's kind of like, well. And she's
0: sh- going to pee in your shoes.
1: She might. <laughs> so we'll let her sleep. We don't let her sleep outside when we take the boat out.
0: No, oh, no, right, right. We
1: only let her sleep outside because she goes up into the loft in the boathouse to right. sleep.
0: The boathouse is part of where she feels right. comfortable. Right,
1: she feels safe. Right. Uh, when we go out of the boathouse, she's a wreck. So <laughs>
0: right.
1: she doesn't leave. We the will boat. let
0: her out in the swim step just to make sure she uses the restroom. Uh, I'm sorry, not the swim step. We'll let her out in the cockpit.
1: You're also like polite about it. We've talked about so much poop. Just say litter box. You said like so she could what use. What did the, I say? So she could use the restroom.
0: Did I- <laughs> <laughs> I meant litter box. I, that's funny. I wasn't obviously was not self-editing that just came out that way. I don't know why. Um.
1: Anyway, so. Yeah. So we it was got very up. Windy because and, it was too much.
0: Yeah. And what's funny, and we've never really talked about this, but when we are in a boathouse, there's some, there's a, an optical illusion that happens that always makes the boat seem like it's moving more than it really is. And it's that there's times where the wind will catch the boathouse and lift it a little bit lift the, the one end cuz it's like a parachute i mean it's it's
1: well cuz we have the back door open yeah
0: cuz we keep the uh the back open and so wind comes in and it causes the boat one end of the boathouse to lift a little but that same wind causes the boat to the, the rear of the boat to dip down and so it looks like we we're being tossed a ton and it's always a little scary so i actually have to look out back and kind of look at the shore to see okay how is our boat moving relative to mm. the horizon or to the shore over there versus the boathouse.
1: And it's a little bit different because normally a boat is tied off on one side. Where in the boathouse, we're tied off on both, both sides, sides yeah. of the boat. Yeah. So we're not rocking a lot. But then we're rocking different than the boathouse. So
0: Which is also moving differently from the neighboring boathouse. Right. That is Because it's longer than ours, we can also see that. So it's <laughs> very, very disorienting.
1: There's a lot of rocking.
0: Right. And creaking. A lot of creaking. And then with the wind, the wind causes it. There's a couple of spots in the boathouse that whistle when the wind's blowing. Mm. And it creates this high-pitched fi- uh, frequency that freaks the animals out. So,
1: so we brought the animals in. Yep. Decided we're we're up for the day. Yep. We weren't up but a half an hour maybe. And the wind just got so bad. And then all of a sudden, it starts hailing.
0: And it's, yeah, this is our first time hearing hail in the boathouse.
1: Yeah, right? it was it was very loud and it was coming in sideways, so it was hitting the back of the boat. Just, I mean, really hard. So I got on my app to see, and it's twenty one miles per hour, is <laughs> the wind, and we got hail coming in at least ten feet, right?
0: Yeah, ten to fifteen feet, easy. Yeah. Uh, there was a <clears throat> there's probably a good half inch of hail like on our swim step. It was like a ton of hail in the course of a minute. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. It was
1: very crazy. I
0: got up into the flybridge and looked outside and between, I mean, the wind was, it's just, it's kind of unreal. And I say this and there's some people who are listening that are like, no, you guys have not been in hurricane (laughs) weather. So yeah, this is, (laughs) this is kind of silly, I guess in comparison. But what was neat is the wind was blowing so hard that the waves were rolling. Like, really pretty waves.
1: I didn't see them. And
0: the hail was coming down so hard that you could see the splashes of the hail hitting the water. And so I wish I'd gotten a video. It was really mesmerizing.
1: I think we were too tired.
0: We were very tired. Because
1: you came back down and we're trying to lay there like, can we go back to sleep? No, I don't think so. (laughs) And it was just kind of a crazy weather day all day. I mean, the sun would come out. Rainbows were out. But then they'd go away. <laughs> it'd rain again.
0: Yeah, we're in the uh, or it'd
1: rain when the sun was out.
0: Yeah, Washington Springs are always fun because th- that's when the weather is entirely unpredictable, mm-hmm. and none of it is bad weather. Uh, I mean, I guess if you're on a boat, you know, bad's kind of relative. But yeah, it's, it'll it'll hail and rain and be sunny and yeah, all kinds of things all in the same day. I mean,
1: we say that I grew up in Montana. And I remember a lot of crazy weather. Hmm. In the summer, it's known that thunderstorms, crazy lightning, thunder rolls in it in the evening. Yeah, we don't get a lot of that here. That's true. Right. Uh, I remember uh, one of the construction guys uh, lightning struck the saw he was using in the neighborhood. Yeah. Wow. And one of our neighbors lightning struck their fireplace, huh. their chimney. Uh, we got tornado warnings. Billings has been hit with a tornado. Interesting. And as a kid, high winds were just a normal. Uh, we have video of us outside where you could just literally lay back and the wind would hold you up.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Like you're leaning, like you're leaning against. against the wind's it. keeping you up. I see. And,
1: and so you take like a big coat and you just kind of lay there and let the wind <laughs> hold you. Huh. Um. So I grew up with pretty crazy weather. And I mean, kind of, I don't know. Is there any place that doesn't have crazy weather? Because I remember we went to South Dakota. That's where my dad's from. So I think it was like his 20-year reunion. And we were miniature golfing. And my dad says, well, we're done. I can see a storm coming in. I remember as a kid thinking, how do you know it's a storm? (laughs) They were black clouds. Mm -hmm. So... And we start driving. He's like, I'm not going to be able to outdrive this storm. And I remember, I think I was only 12, 11 or 12. And I couldn't remember, you know, why he would think that. But anyway, there was an overpass ahead of us. And I remember him just stepping on the gas and driving really fast to get us to the underpass. And we pretty much hit the underpass and like golf ball size hail oh, wow. starts falling from the sky. And so we just missed it. Holy smokes. It would have very much so damaged the vehicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So.
0: Yeah, we don't. Uh...
1: So this was, when we <laughs> say hail, we yeah,
0: we like, hail coming <laughs>
1: in, it was not even a Not even pea, pea size, it no. no like, smaller, like a quarter of a pea. It was smaller than a pea. Like on the ground, it almost could be mistaken for snow. It looked
0: like snow, yeah. So. All right. Well, not I won't golf, complain about our weather. <laughs> no, right on golf ball size for sure
1: i think just weather in general or, or spring yeah um i don't know so anyway we've never experienced this kind of weather on a boat how about that
0: right or in a boathouse where any time any amount of hail will sound like uh a yeah because we, yeah. we
1: have a tin tin we have tin roof
0: well metal i guess i don't know if it's, it's metal tin specifically
1: <laughs> i don't know it's like when people are like it sounds like a tin can or i don't
0: know right right Oh, one other thing we didn't mention. So, while the boat was rocking a bunch, our high water alarm went on.
1: Oh, (laughs) that's... Okay, wait, back up. We were still in bed when that happened.
0: I wasn't. No, 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 no. I was up. You were still in bed. So, that
1: was still in the process of me saying, Josh, get up. There's a storm. Yes. And then... Yes, because I videoed that, and I videoed that from our bed.
0: Right. So, yeah, the high water alarm goes off, and... We were still very groggy. And so. And it's a horrible sound. It's a horrible, loud sound. And I couldn't tell which of the high water alarms it was. So I crawled into the engine room. And the sound's, of course, coming from every direction, is what it seems like. And it took I me forever it's to figure it's out. It's
1: echoing, right?
0: Um, It's echoing. I it's, mean, it's also a piercing, loud sound. And right. so, like no matter which way you turn your head, it's everywhere. Not because of the echo. There's not really an echo in there. It's just loud.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, I was thinking like the, the, you know, the base of the boat and things bouncing off the walls. Yeah, no,
0: not so much that. It's just like someone's screaming. <laughs> so in this particular case, like last time the issue was there was some water coming in from the guest, uh, the guest head the guest toilet. In this case, there actually was some water in the bilge. And I got to learn something about the design of, uh, the way our bilge pumps are. (laughs) I don't think this is intentional. I don't really know. And so at the end of the day, I might just change this whole, the, the whole system out myself. Something's odd about the way our bilge pumps are on the boat. We have a couple of them that are, that have floats attached to them so that it automatically kicks water out. And it doesn't matter if the switch is on or off. They, they just work all the time. There is another bilge pump that only turns on if you flip a switch. Like, and it's manual. There's no float. It's just you have to push the button or float the switch, and then it turns on. And if you don't flip the switch, water just fills up.
1: So do you think some of the water that was in the boat could have been at all from filling the water tanks too high this week? No. Like, you don't think any extra no. 100%, runoff?
0: 100% no. I know exactly where that water's coming from.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. The, uh, well,
1: it it's not that we have too much or a problem with water in the boat. It's that we were being tossed around yeah, the so water was much sloshing. that yeah. it sloshed up and hit the, the sensor. sensor
0: right? so. For the high water alarm. So that was fun. That took a, a little bit to figure out and I've now figured out how to make sure that the water doesn't fill up in that spot of the boat. <laughs> so yeah, that's another thing to add to the list of <laughs> Sunday, Things we eventually we, want to do.
1: Sunday was ended up being such a busy day. So again, we're podcasting on a Monday. We planned on podcasting yesterday. I don't even know what day it is. We've done so much. But yesterday after church, then we've got, again, we've got three teenage girls. So they're like, we want to go to the mall. We want to hang out with our friends. We had laundry, so we dropped them off at the mall. We did You and I did the laundromat. Went back to the girls who are like, I want to buy this and what about this? But we live on a boat, so everything has to be like if there's
0: not room for it, you right? Can't have and it.
1: are you gonna wear it, or is there something else you're going to replace it with? Uh, it's quite a conversation. <laughs> and then then we went to the gym, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, by the time we got home, I was too tired, <laughs> being up at five in the morning.
0: Yeah, and podcasting when you're really tired is not very fun.
1: No. It's not fun for us. It's not fun for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So I think that covers all of the adventures for this week. Mm -hmm. Do we have anything planned coming up?
1: No. I mean, it's so funny. We talk about the fact that we don't have a house, so we can put all of our time and energy into the boat, but we haven't yet. We're no, so busy.
0: We still have three teenage girls. Right. So they keep us I very busy. I keep
1: thinking I want to go get fabric. I have a fabric project. Um, there's boathouse work to be done. I want to organize. <laughs> uh, I am feeling spring in the air. So I've brought some bins of clothes for warmer weather. Hmm. I want to figure out how to rotate clothes or maybe keep more clothes in the loft. I don't know. I have a list, have not even tackled it. I think we keep adding to the list. Like I know. You're talking about this bilge pump, and I'm just thinking, where's that at on the list?
0: Uh, Yeah, well, that's what spring's for, right? I mean, spring cleaning, spring projects, all that.
1: At least we don't have a house also. Right. I don't have to mow a lawn
0: (laughs) or anything like that.
1: Yeah. The problem is, when a nice date shows up when you would work on something. We just leave with
0: the boat. We take the boat out. Nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and take a nap in the sun and eat on the deck. and So, which it's, is great.
0: Yeah, I can't really complain. Not complaining. Enough, right. <laughs> no. Oh, man. All right. So. I think that's all we've got hmm. for today.
1: Tackle another week.
0: Yep, we'll see what happens and we'll talk about it next week.
1: And if not, I always have a story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've got a lot of stories. Mm. Oh man.
1: Maybe no more poop stories.
0: Yeah, we going to give that one a break for a while. This this episode was uh chock full. So. Ew. Love you. Love you all right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by drop dot to see what we're doing both, uh, in pictures and, uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there and, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week.